We hope you'll be blessed and inspired and challenged and motivated by this fresh word from Christian Heritage Church. Just journey with me, close your eyes, and go back to when he first saved you. Go back to when he pulled you out from the hell you was in and wrapped his arms around you. Go back to all of the pain and the rejection and the failures and the mistakes and remember how he placed his hand on you. So when you give him a round of applause, I want you to give it from a place That's okay, but I need you to dig deeper because some of you aren't supposed to be here like I'm not supposed to be here. God is so amazing, isn't he? <laughs> Pastor Steve and Pastor Yvonne, boy, they had me nervous yesterday. <laughs> when I met them both, it was just humbling for to know that you entrusted me with your babies. And I appreciate you entrusting me with your ministry today. So y'all can have seed. Today's focus, first off, last night, if you were here last night, those, the way that y'all are raising up these students is phenomenal. But last night, the charge for them was to focus on being known, and they are already known, right? And it was just amazing to see each one step forward and just release whatever it was that they had been going through, whoever hurt them, whoever caused them pain. We even took it a step further as myself being a parent to apologize for not being the true example that they needed me to be. And so today, it's your turn. <laughs> just a country boy from Texas. Ministry was not on my radar. <laughs> but all my life you would hear people say, son, there's something about you. Something on your life. There's a call on your life. And I was one of them like, nah, bro, we good. You can keep you and Jesus. Growing up in the Baptist church seven days a week, having to sing in the everybody quiet, I was good. I was all Jesus out. Right. Got to college. I told the students last night. See, one thing about me, I'm, I'm good with being transparent because I ain't ashamed of all my foolishness and all my, my scars and stuff because he showed me his scars so I can show him mine. And so for y'all, I'm just going to show you my scars a little bit. So 
I'm a little thuggish. I ain't too far from your pastor. I just found out a few things. First off, I walked in the office and saw the hunting ground. And then I heard a story of how somebody tested him in this very church. I thought I was hard, y'all. Don't let them cowboy boots fool y'all, baby. I grew up in the slums. Some of y'all call it the projects. We called it the hood. Where growing up for me, I was your statistical African-American male who daddy chose not to be in his life. Whose mom, when I did get to live with her, eventually was domestically beat day in and day out. At a young age, have you ever, how is it as a five, six, seven year old, I have to step in to defend the honor of my mother and my baby sister at the time from a grown man who chose to, throughout high school, I presented a false image. Got to college, lost my everlasting mind. Drugs. Alcohol, ran with the gangs, never joined them, but ran with them. When it was time to fight, called me. <laughs> Rough around the edges. So much so, there was a time where I had the girl that I love, 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 that I really, really love, like she was bae, and we was gonna be married forever in college, and that's not how it really turned out that I lost myself in the false love that I thought was love, and I had a pistol. I chased cars up and down the highway, 100 miles an hour, pulled into a parking lot, police officers were waiting. Long story short, that night, I wrestled with him. And I refused to let him go until he blessed me. Now some of y'all saints in the house know where that's from. So when I tell you to come from a place where you've had to wrestle with God, when Voyage Worship Co. was up here and they were ministering and pulling and tugging, when will we stop doing church? That's it, come on. Had an amazing conversation. When, when, I love the way the saints, when do we go back to a Zusa Street? Right? We talked about, that's, that's my guy right there, y'all. When do we get back to the hunger and the curiosity and the place where we first met him? Don't worry. Today's lesson is just a refresh. Recharge. No more lukewarmness. I'm a millennial, so I don't do things traditionally. I told y'all I was country, and I told y'all I was thuggish, so some of these words ain't gonna, ain't gonna sound proper. In the book of Matthew, in two spots, Matthew chapter 8, verse 23 through 26, it says it just like this. And when we entered into the ship, 
his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then we get to chapter 9. This is my favorite part. It says, A man comes because his son was having seizures. And he snitched. For you people that don't know what snitching is. He told on his disciples, like, look here, Jesus. I'm bringing my son to you because your disciples could not perform and use the authority that you said that you gave them to take and help my son. Jesus responds, oh ye of little faith. This is the focus. The last couple of weeks, the world has been in an uproar. People have taken to social media, they made videos, they posted their, their, their reviews and their ratings, they became volunteer ambassadors for Chick-fil-A yeah. and Popeyes. Y'all right. are laughing. They made Popeyes millions of dollars by going on the World Wide Web to address. It got so, it's a preacher that went on there. That's the one that tickles me. He got on there and sang a song. Chick-fil-A <laughs> has the pickles and the bun and the cheese. And he just went on. He bit the sandwich. And then he says, I'm going to try Popeye's. It looks crunchy. Like he went, he created a whole song voluntarily and became an ambassador for Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. Just like some of y'all, I don't know all y'all social media handles, but I bet a couple of y'all made a couple of videos. When you first stepped up, gave your life, signed this contract between you and God, in that very moment, you signed it for free, so you thought. But when you Surrendered all, you became a brand ambassador for all of heaven and earth. How have you been representing the brand? Come on. Come on. I know we play with it. I know it's cute. I know we like to dress up on Sundays. I know we like to shout. Some of y'all like to roll in the floor, snot, scream, cry. All for performance. How have you been representing the brand that you say you believe in? We put Nike on every day. Adidas, if you're an iPhone user, if you're an Android user. And it's beautiful how we broadcast it. We show people. We ain't afraid to say, mm. First off, that iPhone 11 looks terrible, but to each his own. But we aren't afraid to push somebody else's brand, but when it's time to talk about God, we get silent. 
When we go into the schools, you know why some of the schools hate me? Because they know what they're going to get. I'm coming in all in his name, and I ain't, a, look, if I got to clean it up as best as I can, if you don't want me to say Jesus, I'll say the creator. But you know what I mean. I see you, see me, see you. Some of them are so afraid that I'm going to cause a shift that they don't invite me. But for some strange reason, I still get into them. How are you representing the brand that you said that you were giving your life for? And as my granny would say, when I would pray in my day and I gave my life, I gave my life not just for me, but the lineage. How many of you are representing the brand to such a magnitude that is going down your bloodlines and your generations? I ain't even started yet. first way is this and it's I love the first one because not only did he say it once not only did he say it twice not even three he said it four times he says it like this love God more than self That's it. you must love the Lord your God with all of your heart all of your soul all of your mind this is the first and greatest commandment. That's right. What does your definition of love look like? Growing up, my initial definition, how I was raised, was to go out and just sleep with everybody. It was to go out, drink, and smoke. Oh, you're young. Have fun while it lasts. Set me up for failure. My version of love was when I got married or when I was going to get married. If my wife stepped out of line, he taught me through his actions a way to get her back in check. What is your definition of love? Some of your definitions are rejection. Some of your definitions are loss. Some of your definitions are pain. Some of your definitions are hurt. Some of your definitions are torment. Like, what is your definition of love? Because your love don't quite look, does not quite reflect. If I made you in my image, does your love speak how my love speaks? Jesus told a story about a man that was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, they beat him, went away leaving him half dead. Let me first apologize in advance for everything that occurred here. The first one, a priest a person who was charged with God's law and God's love saw the man stepped across the street and kept walking. A Jew charged with God's love and his law saw the man step across the street 
He kept walking. Now, the robbers did what they were supposed to do. I ain't got no problem with the robbers. But what I do have a problem with, let me apologize for the church that you were at before you got to this amazing church, for the priest who saw you all in your pain and stepped to the other side of the street. Let me apologize as a young minister of the gospel who probably don't have it all together. Let me apologize to those in who have been church hurt so bad that you're still holding Pastor Steve to the pain from your previous church because that's your version of love from a pastor. A low class man. Considered no race, no religion. Not only did he help the man, not only did he clean the man up, not only did he wound his, 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 what, bandage his wounds, he took him to a hotel. He said, look, here goes some money. Take care of him. When I get back, whatever you need, I got you. Low class. Unimportant. Come on. How is, doesn't it look like today where the world has gotten so selfish? Where the world is, is just solely focused on me and what I have to gain? That I'm unwilling to sacrifice and show the love of Christ, but I like to walk around with my beautiful cross necklace? And then when you tell me to pray, I pray real nice and sweet, make you cry a little bit, but ain't no anointing behind it. Isn't it strange how chaotic the world has gotten today from state to state where so many people are unwilling to die for themselves because they're concerned about the monetary gain that's happening? Isn't it strange that every like I saw that police officer out there yesterday and I got a little nervous, but then I went up to her and I was like, look, I appreciate what you do. Isn't it strange how the world has created the mentality and the mindset that we must walk around in fear? Amen. Come on. But you signed the contract. I'm charging you as a believer. The world does what the world was. I'm not concerned about the robbers. I'm focused on the ones who know the law and know the love. You walked up here and gave your life. Come on. You walked up here and surrendered it all. You walked up and told him, I'm not having this no more. Take me from this place and make me your image. You did that. I'm charging you. How have you been representing the brand? The Bible says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. So reading the Bible how I read it, it's basically telling me whatever I say to myself and to you, I'm either going to tear you down or I'm going to build you up. Then it goes a step further. It says whatever is in the heart is in the mind. Whatever is in the mind will flow out of the mouth, which means... Whatever it is, whoever I am internally, 
Come here, David. Do you have the heart of God? Or do you have the heart of the world? Because whatever is in here is going to show. I don't care how you soup it up, clean it up, and make it look real pretty. How have you been representing the brand by the way that you're speaking his word? In the beginning was the word. God says, behold, I, I'm, I love, well, I don't know what these new age prophets are doing, but I love when God touches the mouth of a person. When you gave your life, surrendered all, he showed you his love because he had to make sure that you knew that I'm giving you everything. I sacrificed my own while you were still sinning. For some of us, we weren't even here yet, but he sacrificed them so that you may be, so that you may become. So I showed you the ultimate version of love. Now I need to figure out how you're speaking. It says, for the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. How have you been building somebody? Your kids. How have you been speaking into them and over them? Come on, saints. How have you, as a member of the house, been speaking into them and over them? As a believer, how have you been speaking about him to all of them? You playing. How have you been representing the brand? You just wearing it because it look good. But is he in you? One thing that I love, I talk about Jonah all the time, even Jeremiah. When God touches you, you then have full access to his inner thoughts. You get detailed play by play when he puts his hand on you. When he put his hand on you, how is it? That, that didn't step you up and out to a whole different version of yourselves. I don't mean to cut you. I'm just charging you for what you said that you believe. As a millennial, I don't want to hear how you talk. I want to see how you're stepping. For the next generations to come, if you notice, they don't care nothing about church. But if you're going to bring me to your God, I want to see how he's walking in your life. I can guarantee right now, if you go ask one of the, the teenagers or one of the babies, like, okay, which one of them cry every Sunday? They are willing to point out every performer in this house. Yeah, my, my teens did it. 
Sister such such. When she cried, she liked to shout and kick. And then she like they went in. I had to stop them because I'm like, ooh. As a brand representative, do you wear God well? Do you wear God all the time? Not just for the public, but for the private. Do you show God in your strengths and your faults and weaknesses? As a believer, am I bringing you to the cross or am I turning you away? Not by what you say, but how you live. No longer are the days of just being Christian on Sundays. And some of y'all don't come midweek. No longer are the days where you can just get the DVD and, and listen to it and, oh, Jesus. Like, no longer are those days. Uh, Brownsville? I found out Tallahassee is just like my city that I reside in now. As a believer, when are you going to take the city? Okay. I'm sorry. Please excuse me. Sorry I hurt your feelings. But you the one screaming, we want Azusa. Every believer in the world wants a move like Azusa Street. But ain't no hunger. Because you ain't hungry no more. You've grown complacent. It's okay. You are in, God, when I was saying, God said, ooh, they routine. You've gotten so common with God. You put Jesus back there like, you good. Okay. And kept moving. How are you representing the brand? Heart check. Come, come, come on over here, David. I told the babies last night, I'll use it again. Come here, David. Who made it, who decided to stand before, let's not think Goliath, let's say the world. Because I got the, what's your heart look like? For those who, this is your first time, and you aren't a believer, just go and take these notes. So when you do give your life, you already know what not to do. The third one, James chapter five, verse 19 through 20. My brothers, if anyone among you wanders from truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. As a believer, your charge, your duty, your obligation, how are you pleading on their behalf? I know it's cute. I know, I know it's cute. Cause when we see them in the street, we be like, oh, they need Jesus. Look at, look at them with they sinful selves. Look, 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 why she wearing that? Look at them, bruh, look at them. Like, how are you pleading on their behalf? Come, come, Abraham. 
When God, Old Testament God was ruthless. I don't know if your Bible read like my Bible, but Old Testament God was real thuggish, rough around the edges. When he didn't like a thing, he was like, boom, let's start over. <laughs> like just wipe out everybody and everything, right? Abraham, what is it, Sodom and, Sodom and Gomorrah? God was like, look here, bruh. Like, I know I created you. I already know what you're going to be. Nations, all that. Boom. Bam. This is what I need you to do. I'm about to tear all this up. I'm just letting you know. At first, I wasn't going to tell you. But I thought that I would go ahead and tell you. So I just want you to know so you ain't there when I decide to take it all out. But Abraham... What if you got 50 righteous people? Let me, let me test you real quick, Jesus. What, what if you got 50 righteous people amongst all the wicked? Will you save them? We know how he responded. How have you been challenging God? Ooh. Not from that place, but how have you been challenging him and stepping in the gap? What about 45? What about 40? 30? 20? What about 10? As believers, are you setting them up for failure? Or are you standing in when they don't know how to stand on their own? I'm just charging you for what you said, that you believed, that you gave your life for, that you surrendered all for, that you said that he showed you the best version of love and that you were going to speak his words out of your mouth and be for the people. I'm just talking about what you said that you said that you was going to do. We've been playing. From the heads to the tails. I got on the radio one day because they were bashing preachers. All we worth is we just want money and we want jets and we want these cars and these houses and we got 52 tithes and offerings and that now we're untouchable because we're big time now and so when people come because they need prayer from us because we are the shepherds of the house then we too busy or we can't I had to get on there a little. I'm sorry. I ain't do nothing to y'all. It is not my fault that there are so many wicked. But what about the righteous ones? On. How are you pleading on their behalf? Can't let you bash God's people. They made that choice. But what about me? What about Pastor Steve? What, what about? And see, now some of y'all, you know how when y'all get out in the city, and they start talking about your shepherds. Are you engaging or are you defending? How are you pleading for the people who can't plead for themselves? God said, I spared a whole place. Man, if you, could just, if you find me one, I'll spare them all. And if I can spare them all, then I can do a Jonah move where I can send another 
version of myself to speak and to save that 120,000. Mark chapter 2, verse 17. After all, he said, healthy people don't need a doctor. The sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. What does your light look like? What does your salt look like? How have you been presenting the almighty God through you as a willing, faithful vessel? I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have light of life. If we the light of the world and he the city, how has our light been drawing those so that we can point them to his light? A moth, those ugly looking butterflies, only see because of the moon. How are you where have you been stepping into? What waters are you willing to tread? Who whole life are you willing to invade just to be a spark? How have you been representing your God? I know y'all football team lost last night. I said I wasn't going to say it. I said I wasn't going to say it. I said I was going to stay off of it. I did. I'm sorry. I'm from Texas. Go Cowboys. Yep. I know we everywhere. We are everywhere. How many jerseys have you bought? How many tickets have you bought? How many hats do you have? Socks, shoes. Some of y'all got some underwear paraphernalia, but that's between you. How have you been prepping all week for Saturday or Sunday? How much more money are you going to invest in the brand? They ain't gonna send you a thank you card. And I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. I got helmets. All my babies got jerseys. Have you been investing more into the world than you have in him? Come on, come on. How have you been wearing him? Woo! Come on. But you said you were going to represent him. Mm. All the babies watching, you said that you were going to be the brand ambassador for him. When your children come to you at night and they ask you to pray with them, how many of y'all been guilty of just telling them, go and go to bed? How many of y'all, when they come to you and say, who is God? What has been your definition and explanation to them? How do I see God? What is your explanation? How do I feel God? What is your explanation? How do I hear God? What is your explanation as a representative? Come on. 
when the Samaritan is beat down and struggling, or the person that you see over here, let's go past the homeless. Like, let's just go past. Like, the person that you see, the person that is crawling just to touch the hem, are you making a way for them so that they can touch it? Step further. Come on, Demarcus. I'm coming, Jesus. Are you willing to stand in the gap for the person who's paralyzed and because he cannot walk and the crowds are so huge, you willing to look at the roof and say, we just going to lower you down because I got to get you to my God that saved me, that healed me, that took me out of hell. I got to get you to him. Uh Oh, they got the word. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Last one. This is by far my favorite right here. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. At the end of this, because we have been representatives, because we have been brand ambassadors, because we choose to no longer do things the way the world does it, but we said that we were gonna do the things that God said he needed us to do. We said we were gonna speak when he said speak. We said we were going to walk when he said walk. We said we were going to be reaction-based. We said that. We signed the contract, right? What happens when somebody leaves the house and they go into the world and they blow their inheritance? Come here, prodigal son. And then when they get out there and they've lost it all, they make a decision that I'm going to work with the pigs and because I don't have food, I'm going to eat with the pigs. And then I'm reminded of my father. And so I said, I'm, I'm coming back home. When I, when I step foot in the door, what is your response to me? It says the daddy said, Matter of fact, I see you afar. Matter of fact, I, I'm going to meet you. And not only am I going to come like this, matter of fact, let's robe you on, in the garments that he gave you. Come here, bring him his robe. Matter of fact, let's not just bring him his robe, put the ring back on him so he's reminded of who he is. And not only am I going to do that, I'm going to kiss you. A father's kiss in the Old Testament? A father's kiss in the Old Testament? Welcome home, son. As believers, and this is for anybody in the room, just like we did with the babies last night, when are you going to stop performing? When are you going to stop pretending? When are you going to stop playing? When are you, as the believer of the, the living God, when are you going to step back up if you fail? When are you going to step back up to take over? Tallahassee belongs to you. Yeah. Yeah.
got to believe it. Tallahassee, he said, make a declarative statement. I'm not from here, but it's yours. Will you take it? Will you aggressively take it? One thing that I have on my to-do list, I want to go overseas. And it's really weird while I want to go over there because those believers aren't like our believers. Have you ever read that they're willing to go to jail for the God that they transitioned and transformed into? Have you noticed, have you read it? Some of y'all must not, I just see stuff. Have you noticed that some of them are willing to be beheaded for their faith? Have you noticed that they put their entire family and lineage in danger because of the God that they said that they are going to serve? I want to go over there to those believers because I need to know what that heart looks like. Now, I'm not telling you to sacrifice nobody. But because you're a brand ambassador, if God calls you, come here, Moses. If I call you and I tell you to sacrifice your son, will you pass the test? You know I don't mean no harm. I just want to see if your heart is right. Every person in the room, this is your opportunity to get your brand right. This is your opportunity between you and him for you to have that heart to heart. I slip, I fail, my bad. But show me again. Remind me again how low I was. Remind me again who I'm doing it for. This is your time to get your brand right. He said it best. When you leave here, you will not be the same. Your charge is different. Your heart is different. The way that you speak is different. Your mind is different. Your faith is different. Your God looks totally different. The way that you, it's different. Now I'm going, as, as crazy as the enemy is, going out there searching and roaming, I'm on your neck. Where you go, I'm going with, where, matter of fact, where you go as the enemy, I'm following you because I can't let you have them. Back in my crazy days, I told him yesterday, and I know it's not politically and biblically and all saved, correct. But when I was out there acting a fool, I loved the way the enemy strategized. Cause I did it. But now I know why he did it. If I can separate you, if I can get you alone, Eve, if I can get you by yourself, Noah, if I can get you by yourself, Moses, if I can get you by yourself, David, if I can create enough space between your connection, I can get you to sacrifice you. The enemy is not after the non-believer anymore. 
He's after the believer who says that they are a believer, but they really ain't a believer. This is your time to put your brand in check, to get it back right. I don't care if you're an old believer who gave your life years ago. If you've been complacent, this has become routine. The way that you live is a Sunday living. Then you got your Monday, Tuesdays, Thursday, Friday, Saturday living. If you've tarnished the brand because of your selfishness, if you've stained the cloth, because of your foolishness, this is your time to get back right. Tallahassee will not shift until the believers shift. I'm not relying on them. I know they know the word. They giving it to you every Sunday. What are you doing with it? He's charged over the students. What are they doing with it? As a parent, are you going home checking the, like, what y'all talk about? Yeah. Let's go further. Let's go deeper. Or are you what we eat after service? And forget everything that you learn. This is your time. Our prayer is that God will take this word and plant good eternal seeds deep into your soul. Father, we pray for your great wisdom to infiltrate this listener, draw them to you, and take them gently down the road to their next destination in life. And if you're in need of a home church, we invite you to join us at Christian Heritage Church on Shera Road in Tallahassee, Florida. A multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. For a worship service where the presence of God has first place, you're invited to Christian Heritage Church. Sunday morning service is at 10.30, Wednesday evening at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For all the latest information, visit our website, chctoday.com. <laughs>